Welcome to the Beth Jones International Speaker Official Podcast. This is Beth Jones, your hostess, and I'm so glad to have you here with me today. This is the sixth podcast in my podcast series, No Place For, and today's topic is No Place For Witchcraft. Maybe you've been in your own protected, safe little bubble and you think witchcraft is the stuff of fairy tales or you immediately think of the old hag with the crooked nose and the war in black, the pointy hat, and riding a broom. However, witches are real just as Satanists are real, and they are and look like ordinary people without the black pointy hat. They ride in cars, on planes, on trains, on elevators and escalators, rather than on brooms. And they take their religion just as seriously as Christians take their faith in Jesus Christ. They practice magic alone, in groups, openly, and secretly. Some use spells. Some have a code of ethics about not using spells without someone's permission. Some use herbs. Some use objects and amulets. Some adhere to the concept of white witchcraft. And Satanism in their, in their mind is seen as dark and a separate religion from witchcraft. Although there are also witches and warlocks in Satanism. ABC reported in an article that Patty Wigington is a soccer mom, a member of the school PTA, and a witch. In 2008, ABC reports, 342,000 people reported themselves as Wiccans, which is a religion for witches, and it has been growing. Wicca is, according to Wikipedia, a hodgepodge of European pagan practices and New Age spirituality. Belief in witchcraft through the years has resulted in violence and even people murdered. For example, in Tanzania, 500 older women a year are murdered from accusations of witchcraft. In Saudi Arabia, witchcraft is punishable by death. In the U.S., during the Salem witch trials, 300 Men and women were accused of witchcraft, with 30 of them at least hanged. Most of those were women. And despite what was probably false accusations stemming from the fears, the Covenant of the Goddess reported in the year 2000, there are about 768-400 witches and pagans in the U.S., now, in the original scrolls of the Bible, the precise meaning of the, war, the Hebrew word kashaf, which was usually translated as witch or sorceress, is uncertain. In the Septuagint, it was translated as pharmakeia or pharmakus. The Greek word pharmakeia literally means herbalist or one who uses or administers drugs. And it's where we get our English word pharmacy from. The Greek word pharmakeia was also used synonymously with magi and goteia as a term for a sorcerer, and I hope I'm pronouncing all these words right. They're unfamiliar to me. But the New Testament condemned the practice of witchcraft, calling it an abomination, just like the Old Testament. And the word in most New Testament translations is sorcerer or witch, or, or sorcerer and sorcery rather than witch or witchcraft. The point is that God hates witchcraft and condemns it, and we should not practice it. I want to pray first, and then we'll get, we'll dig more deeper into this subject. God
God, I just come before you in Jesus' name, and I thank you that you give us revelation of truth in your word, and that your word is true and forever, God. That you are not a God who lies. And God, we can find such amazing truths in your word if we just take the time each day to pray and study the Bible. And I pray, Holy Spirit, you would give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation. That God, you would you would um, reveal your truth, God, through the words that I speak today. I ask God that you would remove any hindrances or distractions. I ask for your anointing upon me. I ask there would be no tech difficulties, and I pray God you would draw those who need to hear this message of truth today. I ask God you'd take any blinders off ears, off eyes, and any deafness from ears spiritually. God, I just lift this up before you, and I glorify you. You are the Lord of Lords, the God of all gods, and the King of all kings. And I magnify you, and I glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm basing this podcast series on Galatians 5. This is the sixth podcast in the series. And Galatians 5, 17-21 says this. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the, flat, the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. So God deliberately names witchcraft as one of the acts of the flesh, and they are not his will. And Leviticus 19.31 says this, do not turn to mediums or necromancers. Ne necromancers, do not seek them out, and so make yourselves unclean by them. I am the Lord your God. And this is what De Deuteronomy eighteen nine to twelve says. See, the, the scriptures will never contradict each other. God is saying throughout the Bible what He hates. It says, when you come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering, anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens, a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a necromancer, and I hope I'm saying that word right, or one who inquires of the dead. For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God is driving them out before you. God calls witchcraft, divination, telling fortunes, which will be called psychics today, interpreting omens or signs, astrology, sorcery, being a medium, and necromancy an abomination. Well, what does that word mean? I mean, we don't usually hear that word in America today. It means something that God hates and finds detestable. He hates it. He calls it sin. He calls it wrong. So, witchcraft is about control and manipulation. Relying on your own power instead of on God. 
And control is the opposite of surrender to God and faith and trust in Him. And usually when you meet someone very controlling, there is some kind of fear underneath that control. And a lot of times there's also anger. Controlling people deep down inside are afraid. And as someone who was sexually and physically abused in childhood and then who was in a second marriage where there was domestic violence, I am what I call a recovering controlling person. I often, I would say always, want to control things and people in my environment because I had absolutely no control over the abuse that was happening to me as a child. So I've my whole life tried to control things and people all around me because deep inside of me there's this fear that somehow I'm going to lose control that someone else is going to control me and ultimately hurt me like I was in childhood and I'm learning over time to learn to let go and let God but it's hard it's hard to break those life patterns but I'm aware of it I'm, I'm very aware that this is an issue in my life and maybe you know someone like that too. So you have to learn to break that control in your life and instead let God God be God over your life and let God be in control. Remember that song by Carrie um, Underwood called Jesus Take the Wheel. We have to let God and Jesus take the wheel of our lives and let them be in control and them be on the throne of our hearts instead of us. In witchcraft, you're trusting in yourself and your own power or a spell, or an object, or a spirit, or a demon, instead of in Jesus. In fact, some witches even profess to believe in Jesus, which sounds really strange, but it's because they're all mixed up. They believe in Jesus in addition to their beliefs in goddesses or other religious beliefs. It's like people in India. They have many gods and goddesses. Of course, these people are deceived because the first commandment from God is to have no other gods before him. You can't serve two masters. You can't serve Jesus and a demon. You can't serve Jesus and Satan. You can't serve Jesus and some other goddess. It, it just doesn't work. You can't mix them up like that. There is one God. There is one Lord and his name is Jesus. In fact, on my interview with Christine McGuire, which is episode number 32 on my Women's Battles radio show on TalkShoe, she shares about being a ghost hunter and a witch and believing in Jesus because she was raised to believe in him. I believe um, as a child she, she was taught about him, but she didn't know who he really was. This was before God delivered her from being a witch, a medium, and a ghost hunter. And one night God showed her the power of Jesus Christ, the power of his name through a very frightening experience. And she talks about that on the interview. And you can go to my talk show, show Women's Battles Radio Show, or you can go to my website and put in the search uh, area, Christine McGuire, or you can put in Ghost Hunter or Women's Battles Radio Show, and it, it should come up there. And I can also put this link in the show notes. Witchcraft, Wicca, Satanism, and other false religions are actually on the rise in the United States. Some of it's very well hidden, and people will mock it and ridicule people who believe witches and Satanists exist, and they say they're out there in far right field. But these things are very real. Sometimes they're very well hidden. You 
Might, you might even know someone that's a witch or a Satanist. Many times these are generational in nature and they often, often a lot of times a generational spirit is involved that the people need deliverance from, sometimes many spirits. Now, sometimes even Christians don't take these things seriously. In fact, recently I was talking to someone I know about the Harry Potter books and how they are an indoctrination to children and teens into witchcraft. And they indoctrinated them into witchcraft, teaching them spells. Well, this person laughed and said there was nothing wrong with Harry Potter books and movies, that she and her kids read them. And this person is a devout Christian. In Amazon's interview of J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series, they asked her this, where did the idea for the wizard classes and magic spells come from? And she said, I decided on this school subjects very early on. Most of the spells are invented, but some of them have a basis in what people used to believe worked. We owe a lot of our scientific knowledge to the alchemists. So she actually took some of the spells from real spells. And yes, spells can be real. This is a letter by a former witch who wrote this and a letter from an ex-witch writing about Harry Potter. And I found this by Googling. And she said, Halloween was my favorite time of the year and I was intrigued and absorbed in the realm of Wiccan witchcraft. All this was happening in the decade of the 1960s when witchcraft was just starting to come out of the broom closet. It was during that decade of the 1960s in the year 1966 that a woman named J.K. Rowling was born. This is a woman who has captivated the world in this year of 2000 with four books known as the Harry Potter series. She says, These books are orientational and instructional manuals of witchcraft woven into the format of entertainment. These four books by J.K. Rowling, Rowling teach witchcraft. I know this because I was once very much a part of that world. Witchcraft was very different in the 1960s. There were a lot fewer witches and the craft was far more secretive. At the end of that spiritually troubled decade, I was miraculously saved by the power of Jesus Christ and his saving blood. I was also delivered from every evil spirit that lived in me and was set free. And this ex-witch that wrote this letter about Harry Potter says, Millions of young people are being taught to think, speak, dress, and act like witches. At the occult school, for example, she says, Harry Potter learns a new language, which are names of real demons. She says, children are being taught how to war with demonic spirits. Public teachers are now planning to use the magic of Harry Potter in the classroom, which to me is just so... I, it's just so frightening to think about that. Over 2 million of the books have been sold in 40 languages. Videos, games, puzzles, toys, and other products are being launched. And you can find out about all of this on this ex-witches link, which is www.pacinst.com forward slash witch.htm. 
or you can just Google and it's, it says X letter or a letter of an X witch about Harry Potter. The Harry Potter books are all about a hunger for power, she says. But our power, our authority should only come from our relationship with Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ. In fact, there is nothing more powerful, no name more powerful, no one more powerful than Jesus. Now J.K. Rowling and Sony have created a wonder book, book of spells game for PlayStation 3 that has a magic wand and a book of spells for ages as young as nine years old. You know, I watched the first part of Oprah's interview with J.K. Rowling. She's a beautiful woman. I'd never seen her before. She's very likable. I mean, you look at her and you listen to her talk and she's got that cute accent. She's very elegant. She was very well-dressed. So she was a very likable person. She had charisma. And she was staying at this elaborate hotel in Scotland where she had written her final Harry Potter book. I believe it was the seventh one is the final one. And I just couldn't stomach watching the whole thing. I wanted to just yell at her. You are teaching witchcraft to children. This is not a good thing. Obviously, she thinks she's doing something great for children, teaching them literature. And, of course, she is making millions of dollars. In her mind, it's success because she was a single, struggling mom. And now she has got no financial worries whatsoever. But it is evil. It is wrong. And I know there's people, even Christians, and, it, you know, it's not out of jealousy out of her success or anything. I believe what she is doing is wrong. She's indoctrinating children into witchcraft. And I know there's people who are going to disagree with me. I, You know, like I said, the, the Christian that I knew said, there was nothing wrong with Harry Potter. All I can say is read the Word of God because God never lies. His Word is truth and forever. And these spells that she's teaching in this book, they're not these simple little childish things. They are real. And it's not just Harry Potter either. I'm not just going to pick on her. It is other forms of witchcraft. And it is everywhere worldwide. It grieves God's heart. Witchcraft replaces God as God. It, you know, it's a very serious thing. It removes Jesus from being on the throne of your heart. And it's a deception. Just listen to my interview with the former witch, the medium and ghost hunter, Christine McGuire, and it will open your eyes. I am certainly not a Bible scholar. I'm not an expert on witchcraft or Satanism or Harry Potter, but I encourage you to read the Bible for yourself and to pray to God and ask Him to reveal the truth to you. If you have been involved in any kind of witchcraft, Satanism, New Age religion, astrology, seances, um, books about witchcraft, anything like that, I strongly encourage you to repent and renounce all ties and ask God's forgiveness. And I encourage you to find an experienced deliverance minister to take you through repentance and deliverance, to find a strong Bible teaching church whose leadership believes in and believes in the operation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and also to surround yourself with devout Christians who can pray for you 
and you can stay in close fellowship with them. I truly believe time is so short that Jesus is coming back so soon. I just believe his return is right around the corner. We, we see the signs of Jesus coming. He said all these things would happen. Earthquakes and rumors of war and strange things happening in nature. The, the hurricanes and tornadoes and floods. He said, and the, the love of many will grow cold. The Bible says that darkness will increase before the coming of Christ. Matthew 24, 12-14 says this, And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Jesus is coming very soon, and we need to be ready for his coming. We need to give Jesus proper place in our hearts and our lives. We need to know the truth, because the truth will set us free. John 8:32. There is no place for witchcraft in a Christian's lives. If we are truly saved and we believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we need to make a place fully in our hearts, minds, and lives for God. The Bible says in Acts 17:28, for in him we live and move and have our being. I hope you liked this podcast today and that it gave you something to think about. I encourage you to visit me at my website at betjones.net. If you have any questions, contact me on my contact page there at betjones.net. You can subscribe to my podcast, Betjones International Speaker Official Podcast, on iTunes or find my podcast at my website or at Podbeam. And I wish you a beautiful day and just close us out with prayer. God, I just thank you and praise you for this technology that enables us to share your word with others and your truth. I pray that whoever is listening to this podcast would know the truth and the truth would set him or her free. I pray, God, that um, they would discover the great and incredible plan that you have for their lives. Because you have so much more than we can even imagine. I pray all these things in Jesus' precious and mighty name. Amen.